Welcome to The Complete Works, an official podcast of Filmbook. The Complete Works is a podcast that delves film by film into the filmography of a Hollywood actor, director, writer, or composer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Complete Works. I am your host, Doug Hess. And in this edition of The Complete Works, we're going to be continuing our uh, journey of looking at Christopher Nolan's uh, directorial uh, movies. In this edition, it's The Dark Knight in 2008 that it was released. But before we jump into all that, uh, I want to welcome everyone to another edition. If you're tuning in to The Complete Works for the first time, uh, what we do here on this podcast is that we discuss specific movies from a film actor, actress, director, or composer's film career. Currently, as I mentioned, we are working our way through the Nicholas, or excuse me, not Nicholas, but the Christopher Nolan uh, film um, career. In this edition of the podcast, we're looking at The Dark Knight, and we're going to be discussing that that movie as we do every single week uh, on this podcast. If you'd like to find out uh, more about the Complete Works podcast, you can go to film-book.com by using the search term, The Complete Works. You can also email us podcast at film-book.com. Again, that's podcast at film-book.com with the complete works in the subject line. You can also throw in The Dark Knight if you'd like to as well. And if you like what you hear from this podcast, please hit the subscription button so every time we have a new edition that comes out, it is sent directly to your device wherever you're listening to your podcast at. So, like we do every single week, we're going to be looking at this particular film, The Dark Knight. And what I like to do is I like to start off with a little bit of trivia. We're going to talk about uh, trivia for this particular movie, The Dark Knight. Tons, and I mean tons and tons and tons of trivia. I'm hoping to get through the majority of it. I mean, there is just pages and pages of material um, that, that I was able to find. And I hope that you guys enjoy that when you're listening to these podcasts, talking a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes, talking about uh, some trivia that really, I think, really makes uh, watching the movie a little bit more interesting when you know a little bit about the trivia that's in there. From there, we're going to jump in to talk a little bit about uh, the cast, how it did at the box office, what was the estimated budget, what did it actually make, not only here in the U.S., but what did it make worldwide. We'll jump in then and talk a little bit about the film, and then we'll wrap it up uh, with some other reviews and some, some of my personal thoughts uh, on the film, and then I will rank it from a 1 to a 10, 1 being the worst, uh, 10 being outstanding um, in terms of that. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Uh, that was released in 2008. So as we do, we're going to jump in and talk about some trivia before we get to the film. So in in this film, The Dark Knight, Sir Michael Caine's opinion of uh, Heath Ledger beats the odds and topped Jack Nicholson's Joker from Batman in 1989. Jack was a little, like a little clown figure, uh, begging but wicked, maybe a cold killer uh, uncle, he could be funny and make you laugh. Heath's gone in a completely different direction to Jack. He's likely a uh, real scary old psychopath. He's a lovely guy, and his Joker is going to be a hell of a re uh, revelation in this picture. End of quote by Michael Caine. Uh, Caine bases his belief on a scene where the Joker plays a visit, or I should say, pays a visit to Bruce Wayne's penthouse. He never met Ledger before. And so when Ledger arrived and performed, he gave uh, Michael Keane such a fright that he actually forgot his line. So kind of a neat little story there. Uh, in preparation for his role as the Joker, Heath Ledger hid away in a motel room for about six weeks. During this extended stay in seclusion, uh, Ledger developed uh, or delved deep into a psychological side of the, his character. He devoted himself to developing the Joker's every tick, namely the voice, and some of the laughters uh, in which, for the voice, Ledger's goal was to create a tone that didn't echo the work of Jack Nicholson, what he did in 1989 in his performance of the Joker, but instead he wanted to have his own uh, 
particular um, appearance and slash um, characteristics. And he is loosely based off the punk rocker Sid uh, Vicus, uh, combined with the psychological maneuvers of a Malcolm McDowell's character, Alex DeLarge from A Clockwork Orange, that was released back in 1971. While filming a chase scene on Lake Street, the Chicago Police Department received several calls from concerned citizens stating that the police were involved in a vehicle pursuit with a dark vehicle unknown mark or model. This is the first comic book movie to reach the $1 billion mark worldwide. And now, unfortunately, as many of you know, uh, Heath Ledger's sudden death from um, a drug overdose on January the 22nd, 2008, prompted immediate uh, speculation over the movie star and uh, Ledger's uh, disposition prior to death. However, soon after Ledger's death was announced, Warner Brothers issued a statement that verified that Ledger had finished all of his scenes in the principal photography section as well as a post-production fulfillment, a.k.a. looping, thus making the Joker his final movie. It was also his final completed movie role. Rumors abound that plays the intense role that was taken um, to affect uh, Ledger's mind, mental state, caused him to become depressed and take a wrong combination of drugs as a result. However, his family quickly came out uh, since then, and kind of squashed those rumors, placed, put him to rest by stating that far from being depressed, he actually had fun playing the role. Ledger did suffer from insomnia throughout his life and would often take slipping pills together with other uh, prescription drugs, something his sister had actually warned against the night before his death. Unfortunately, the mix that he took that particular night proved to be a deadly or a fatal combination and as we know, unfortunately, took uh, his life on that. Uh, this movie made more money than Batman Begins in 2005. Uh, the entire domestic run is only six days uh, with its release. Um, let's see what else we got here. Two-Face uh, disconfigured, dis excuse me, disconfigurement was created through computer graphics rather than prosthetics makeup as a writer producer and director Christopher Nolan felt that no matter how good the makeup was it is still uh, inheritable adding something onto the actor's face where two-face appearance required part of the face to be completely burned away while filming the chase scene with the Joker and the SWAT vans one of only four IMAX cameras in the world at the time actually got destroyed uh, during that filming. In the documentary, I Am Heath Ledger, which was released in 2017, Heath Ledger's voice coach on the movie, uh, Gary Grinnell, stated that uh, Heath had to uh, continually lick his lips due to the uh, uh, prosthetics uh, coming off whenever he spoke. He eventually made this a tick to the character, as you'll see in the film, that he's constantly kind of licking his lips. Uh, while this movie is dedicated to Heath Ledger, it is also bears a dedication to Conway Wicklick, a stuntman who was killed when the car he was a passenger in crashed, unfortunately. Uh, trouble arose during the public relations campaign before the movie released when a website related to this movie sent out several cakes uh, promoting from the Joker. Uh, containing a cell phone inside which made the cake uh, vibrate and had wires sticking out making the cake look like a bomb. One such, one such news station which received one of the cakes believed it to be an actual terrorist act and the entire building had to be evacuated. Christopher Nolan and his co-writers Jonathan uh, Nolan and David S. Goyer made the decision very early not to ex explore the Joker's origins. This was so the character could be presented as an absolute. Despite endless speculation on which actor was going to be chosen to portray the Joker, Heath Ledger had always been among the writer, the producer, and director, Christopher Nolan's uh, foremost choice for the role. 
Ledger and Nolan had met during the Batman Begins, which was, like I said earlier in 2008, casting process for the role of Bruce Wayne. But Nolan and Heath agreed Ledger was wrong for the part. When casting uh, for the Joker came about, Nolan met with several other actors before Ledger, but found them uh, reluctant to take the role because of the popularity of Jack Nicholson's performance in Batman. And so upon meeting with Ledger again, Nolan uh, recognized him as the perfect choice for the part. When asked for the reasons of unexpected casting, Nolan simply re uh, replied, because he's fearless in terms of that. So the bus crash uh, backwards into the bank in the opening uh, sequences was much harder to pull off than was actually anticipated. This makes him the first actor to reprise the role of Batman villain in the whole film franchise, he has also reprised his role in a cameo in The Dark Knight Rises in 2012. Uh, and that is, I am sorry, uh, um, Murphy reprised his role as Dr. Uh, Jonathan Kane, a.k.a. Uh, the Scarecrow from The Batman Begins. Sorry about that. I kind of got the cart before the horse in terms of that. So I apologize. Uh, the Batman theme is heard only twice in this movie as composer Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard decided that a heroic theme that a viewer could hum would overlook the complexity and the darkness of the characters. Hearing the tune only twice would create what Zimmer calls a musical foreshadowing. The infamous growl uh, performed by Christopher Bale, was much rougher in this movie than Batman Begins and has been uh, paired countless times due to extreme nature. However, the common misconception is that Christopher Bale was fully responsible for this voice. The real voice during filming uh, was more toned down and then heightened um, to a rougher, grittier, viber, uh, sound during post-production under the decision of the writer, uh, producer, director, Christopher Nolan uh, in that. According to Christopher Nolan, Bruce Wayne's reasons for needing a new bat suit uh, so he could be faster and more, uh, uh, just, just quicker, were in fact the real reasons why Nolan wanted the bat suit to be redesigned for the movie so it could be a little quicker. David S. Goyer and Christopher Nolan collaborated on the story for this movie. The screenplay uh, was written by Nolan and his brother Jonathan. After watching the movie, uh, Goyer stated, I can't believe my name is on a movie this good. Um, in terms of that, many believe that uh, one of the key reasons why the Academy moved from five Best Picture nominations to ten was because two of the best received movies of the year uh, for that particular year was Wally um, and were not among the five nominees. The first uh, four days of scheduling shooting resulted in no film actually being rolled. Instead, uh, Christopher Nolan uh, screened two movies per day for the cast and crew with a break in between. The eight movies were in order. Heat, uh, 1995, Cat People, 1942, Citizen Kane, 1941, King Kong, 1933, Batman Begins, 2005, Black Sunday, 1977, A Clockwork Orange, 1971, and Stog, Stoglog, 17, 1953, starring William Holden. Uh, Christopher Bale admitted that he did not pack on as much weight for this movie as he did Batman Begins, in part because the new Batman uh, suit design is much leaner and more flexible for him. Let's see here. Um, this takes place roughly nine months after Batman Begins ended. Okay, so after the Batman Begins movie ended, we fast forward uh, to uh, roughly nine months, and then this is when this movie takes uh, place. This is the first Batman movie where Batman operated outside of Gotham. Around the one hour, 18 minute mark during the chase scene, the Joker takes over driving the semi after the driver's killed. The bullet holes on the windshield form a smiley face. Uh, Ledger's post um, um, humorous 
Oscar nomination for Best Actor in a Supporting Role as a Joker was coincidentally announced on the first anniversary of his death. This was the highest-grossing Batman movie as the highest-grossing movie of any adapting DC comic character. Both records were previously held by Batman back in 1989. In Batman being... Bruce Wayne drives a Lamborghini. The Spanish word for bat is morcillego. And I'm totally butchered that. I apologize. Um, but unfortunately, I don't speak Spanish. So I apologize for that butchering of the word. I'll see here. Heath Ledger's posthumous won on a total of 32 best actors in a supporting role awards for his uh, work on this movie. Uh, let's see here, including the Oscar, Golden Globe, BAFTA, SAGA, Critics' Choice Award. The only awards for which he was nominated but did not win were the Satellite Award, which went to Michael uh, Shannon uh, for uh, what movie was that? A Revolutionary Road in 2008. And the London Film Critics Award for uh, the Actor of the Year went to Mickey Rooney for The Wrestler. Uh, both Michael Shannon and Michael Rooney played uh, comic book villains in their, in their own right. Shannon as uh, General Zord in Man of Steel, which was released in 2013. And then Rourke as Ivan Vanko in Iron Man 2 which was released in 2010. Uh, Bruce Wayne's penthouse was shot on the ground floor of an office building in downtown Chicago. During the daytime, the same space was redressed and used for Harvey Dent's press conference scene. Uh, Christopher Nolan asked Aaron uh, Quahart not to perform any ticks or slurping noises as Two-Face to make the character less showy. In one draft of the script, a reference to Robin being related to Rachel Dolls was considered. The character of Dick uh, Grayson was not uh, mentioned. However, Dolls is re uh, revealed as being a relative of the Grayson family. Christopher Nolan uh, had it removed because he didn't want to build hopes up about Robin appearing in any feature, future films. Uh, let's see here. Aaron Cohart uh, described his portrait of Harry Dent as stimuli coming from and being apart from the same world as Batman. Uh, Dent is the White Knight of Gotham as opposed to the Dark Knight. His challenge was looking for the similarities and the intention between the two to find what's similar to Batman and then what opposite to him. Elkhart prepared for his role by studying split personalities. The Joker makeup was composed of three pieces of stamped silicone, which took less than an hour to apply to Heath Ledger's on each day of shooting. Ledger described it as a new technology, which uh, was much quicker to apply than regular prosthetics. He felt he was not wearing any makeup at all during those uh, films. Uh, around the 13-minute mark, you will see that the date seen on Lieutenant James Gordon's security camera photo of the Joker uh, taken during the bank um, heist reads 2018-0718, which was the U.S. The the theatrical release date for this movie. Sorry about that. Uh, after seeing his performance in Thank You for Smoking, which was released in 2005, Christopher Nolan thought that Aaron... Um, Earnhardt would be perfect for the role of District Attorney Harvey Dent. Uh, when it is announced that the Joker would be the main um, part of the movie, it was rumored that Paul Bennett would be playing the part. However, when uh, Heath Ledger was cast, writer and producer-director Christopher Nolan came under criticism from the media as they thought Ledger was completely wrong for the role. These concerns were quickly silenced when the movie came out, and then that is when uh, he uh, Ledger received universal praise for his performance. 
Bruce Wayne wears a new Batman suit in this movie. The Batsuit is an improvement on the outfit from Batman Begins and made Christopher Bale more comfortable, and his performance was a little bit better. It was constructed from 200 unique pieces of rubber, fiberglass, uh, and Metallica mesh, and uh, nylon. Producing uh, an impression of sympathetic technology with elastic banding added for tightening the costume to fit uh, Christian Bale. And see here. Christian Bale got to keep the Batman, Batman mask from the movie after filming. He wanted to keep the entire uniform, but did not have, uh, but he did not have enough room for it. So he couldn't uh, take it all. Jerry Robinson, one of the original creators of The Joker back in 1940, was hired as a consultant on this movie. The Joker was to be uh, portrayed according to the, his first two appearances in the comic in which Robinson was involved. His Batman co-creator, Bob Kane, had earlier been hired as a consultant for Batman. So while they were filming in Chicago, Wanted, which came out in 2008, was the neighboring production, and Morgan Freeman worked uh, concurrently on both films. At one point, wanted comic book writer Mark Miller visited the set, but without permission. The security um, and Lauren Donner, who also visited the set at the same time, caught Miller sitting on a on the bat pod. Miller was escorted away from the set. Unlike his counterpart in both the comics and Batman, the Joker in this movie does not have his hair and flash permanently bleached by toxic waste. His trademark grin was never defined, identified in the comics as a disfigurement. So, however, it appears here as scars covered into the flesh, echoing the character's original inspiration. The nine-minute suit composed for the Joker is based on two notes, D and C, named after DC Comics, which publishes these characters. Along with Spider-Man 3, which was in 2007, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, 2006, this movie reached the 100 million mark the fastest in only two days since uh, it had a larger opening day than those two blockbusters, it uh, definitely reached a milestone even sooner. In their face-to-face confrontations, neither Batman nor the Joker refer to each other by their name. Like Batman Begins, there's no opening credits or title. Around the 19-minute mark, you'll find Bruce Wayne ask Loris Fox for a new Batman suit with a headpiece that is easier to look around in. Then is a commercial reference to older Batman movies in which the actor plays Batman wore a suit that had a solid headpiece covering the head, neck, and shoulders. This made it impossible for the actors to turn their head and instead had to turn their entire body to look at the targets. Uh, video game adoption was in production but was canceled due to technical difficulties in development. Uh, though the game was picked up by British Game developing company Rocksteady and reworked into Batman um, Asylum 2009. Even though Christopher Nolan offered her the part, Kate Holmes decided not to reprise her role as Rachel uh, Dawes. Instead, she opted to co-star with Diane Keaton, uh, Queen Latifah, and Mad Money. That same year, Sarah uh, Michelle uh, Geller. Uh, Isaac Fisher, Emily Blunt, and Rachel Adams were all considered um, for the role as well. Just as it was, uh, just as it was when filming Batman Begins, uh, Christopher Nolan overshot every oversaw every shot because there was no second unit. Notwithstanding Joker's homemade videos, which were directed by Heath Ledger himself. Uh, once you knew that Heath Ledger had been cast as a Joker, costume design Lindy Hemming based into, uh, entire character's outfit on a, a, a aesthetic a lineup of clothing styles ranging from uh, Woodstein to John Lennon and Iggy Pop. Uh, Hemming's uh, aim was to modify the Joker's familiar appearance with a younger, trendier look in order to represent 
Ledger's Generation. This was a comic book movie with the most Academy Awards nomination, which was eight, before being beat out by the Joker in 2019 with 11. Off-duty police officers uh, played Gotham police officers extra, along with officers from um, Aliyah, Ohio, Hammond, Indiana, Buffalo Groves, Illinois, and Joliet, Illinois. Around the 54-minute mark, Bruce refers um, to Al Raal Gull's teaching in, in his statement to Alfred. Uh, criminals aren't um, c- complicated, Alfred. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know why that uh, was hard for me to uh, to read. Uh, this is the only Batman movie where Batman does not use a b- uh, bat ring. The Batman comic books, The Long Halloween, The Killing Joker, The Man Who Laughs, are the first two untitled movies to feature the Joker character served as an influence uh, on this movie's storyline. Heath Ledger spent several months working uh, with a vocal coach on the Joker's voice. He used uh, vertical dummies as inspiration for his disconnect, mocking quality that he had. Around the 15-minute mark when... Harvey Dent disarmed the witness in court. He removes the magazine and holds it in his little finger. This is actually the correct procedure for emergency reloads and correcting uh, malfunctions. Christopher Nolan's cast Heath Ledger based on his Oscar-nominated performance in Brokeback Mountain, which uh, was in 2005. He had such a lack of vanity, he wasn't afraid to bury himself into a character, is what Nolan said. Uh, Aaron uh, Cohart is the third uh, actor to play Harvey Dent, a.k.a. Two-Face, in the theatrical movie. Billy D. Williams played a pre-disfigured Dent in Batman in 1989, but he didn't become Two-Face until Batman Forever in 1995, where Tommy Lee Jones took over the role um, at that point. Around, also around the 15-minute mark, a witness is on the stand, pulls out a gun to Harvey Dent, a.k.a. Two-Face, during the trial and tries to shoot him. This is a nod towards Two-Face origin story in the comic, where uh, in a similar trial scenario, crime boss Sal Maroney is on stand and throws acid into Dent's face, resulting in the scarring. 39 vehicles were crashed, shot, blown up, bumped, or otherwise involved in some sort of violence within this movie. Um, Let's see here. IMAX cameras used in filming uh, provided to be problematic for the crew. Dialogue that was recorded on film was very noisy. It had to be replaced during post-production. Also, the cameras were so heavy that special mounts were created to support the the weight. Finally, IMAX cameras took five days to process film negatives as opposed to uh, controversial dallies. This is the first Batman uh, movie that doesn't incorporate the word Batman in the title. Let's see here. Shortly before the movie's DVD uh, debut, Warren Brothers were under legal action by the city of Batman, Turkey. Pronounce Butman, B-U-T-M-U-N, in November of 2008. Even though it wasn't used in the title, the character name of Batman was considered infringement. According to the British Board of Film uh, Classification, or the BBFC, this film received the most complaints uh, of the decade from British viewers. It was a subject of 42% of the letters received by the BBFC in 2008. Along with Autonomy of Murder in 1959, Glory 1989, Crimson Tide 1995, and Independence Day 1996, this is only one of five movies whose uh, purely orchestrated soundtrack won the Grammy Award for Best Score despite not being nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Score. Uh, the false title gives uh, given to this movie during production 
Uh, Royer's first kiss was named after writer, producer, and director Christopher Nolan's son, Royer. While filming began in 2007, April of that year, the production was codenamed to uh, uh, basically thawed onlookers and, and trespassers. All over downtown Chicago, fires were posted with this um, uh, wording alongside an RFK logo and also listed on uh, the address of the movie production film's office. Featured uh, 37 minutes of IMAX footage. It held the record for reaching the 500 million mark the fastest after 45 days. The former record holder was Titanic back in 1997. At 98 days, it has since been surpassed by Avatar in 2009. 32 days, the Avengers in 2012. At 23 days, Jurassic World in 2015. After 17 days, Star Wars Episode 9, The Force Awakens. 2015, uh, in just 10 days, I'm sorry, episode 7, I don't know why I said 9, uh, The Force Awakens, uh, The Avengers Endgame in 19 days, 2019 in 7 days, as of April of 2019, and has not been surpassed, meaning Avengers Endgame. Sorry about that, folks. I was trying to read my own writing in got way uh, carried away in that. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of different things that uh, is being talked about in this movie in terms of, of um, trivia. I mean, just a ton. And I'm looking at my notes. There's a ton more here. We're not even close to hitting some of the um, um, everything. So, Sit back and, and hopefully enjoying a, a little bit of this trivia that's here. We're not, like I said, I'm not going to be able to go over everything, but I'm going to try to hit as much as I can. Um, let's see here. Um, Matt Damon was offered the part of Harvey Dent, but I had to turn it down because of a scheduling conflict. Um, Ryder brothers, Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan, have cited game theory as influential to the plot uh, of its characters for this particular movie. With 4,366 locations, this movie held the record for opening in the most uh, venues on its release day. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End in 2007 opened in 4,362 theaters the previous summer. It held the record until the release of Iron Man 2 in 2010, which opened in 4,380 theaters. Let's see here. Uh, for the first time in feature filmmaking, IMAX cameras were utilized. Uh, Christopher Nolan wanted to shoot in the IMAX format for years, thus using the movie as his opportunity to be able to do so. Six major action-heavy sequences, along with various high-altitude shots, were filmed on the IMAX uh, ratio. The Gotham City license plates were uh, directly modeled um, on Illinois license plates. Uh, Christopher Nolan called this movie Dark Knight to make a different statement about the character of Batman. This film marks the first ever Academy Award for an perf actor's performance in a comic book going to Heath Ledger, obviously after his death, for Best Supporting Actor as the Joker. Uh, Phoenix won in 2020, marked only the second Oscar win for a performance of a comic book character, and for the first such win in the Best Actor in a Lead Role category. Coincidentally, for a unique uh, take on the extra same character, the title role in Joker 2019, as such, uh, the Joker is the only comic character ever to win an actor an Oscar and it's done it not only once, but it's done it twice. So basically, um, comic book character, the Joker is the only one to win an Academy Award, and they were able to do it for the same character twice with two different movies. Um, let's see here. 
this movie was delivered to some uh, theaters under the name Oliver's Army. The music used in the trailer of this music was reused for Batman Begins uh, in 2005 soundtrack. To prepare for the role of uh, Two-Face, Aaron uh, study what happens psychologically uh, to burn victims. Christian Bale never got to ride uh, the uh, bat pod. Only one of the stuntmen was able to stay uh, on it. On Thanksgiving weekend 2007, fake four-page tabloid size Gotham Times newspapers were distributed at various public events. <clears throat> Highline City at War, Batman Saves Entire Family. Every article teased about events in the movie, and everything in the handout was geared toward the movie, including the weather. Gloomy and overcast. Uh, and advertisement for Gotham National Bank, the Gotham Girl Guides, and recruitment for the Gotham Police uh, Department. Let's uh, see here. In 2000, excuse me. In, on February 20, 2019, it became the fourth movie to have earned over a billion dollars worldwide. Christopher Nolan had the uh, initial full size model. A Batman pod built in his garage. Around the 28-minute mark in Batman Returns, back in 1992, Catwoman finds a gap in Batman's armor and sticks a claw into it. In a nod to this, when describing the new armor for the Batsuit, Fox previously tells Wayne that that it'll be a good it, it'll be good against cats. Uh, bah, bah, bah. The Bat Pod weighed 600 pounds. Ryan Phillips and Hugh Jackson were also considered for the part of Harvey Dent. While filming the bank and police department scenes at the post office, an unrelated fire broke out uh, at the top of the floor, a top floor mechanical room, and many onlookers believe that the smoke and fire was related to actually the filming of it, but it wasn't. Um, let's see here. The Joker's makeup and look was partially inspired by Brandon Lee's character, The Crow, back in 1994. Interesting, both Lee and Ledger died during or just after the making of their prospective projects. Let's see here. Around the 10-minute mark near the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where Batman pauses at the top of a parking garage looking down. Uh, at the entrance ramp, uh, at a, at a, a escaping van and planning the exact time to jump, Christian Christian Bell did the exact same thing with a chainsaw in uh, a spiraling um, staircase in American Psycho back in 2000. This is the fourth time a movie based on a uh, comic has been nominated for the Best Supporting Actor. In a supporting role with an Academy Award, in the first time, one is one. The other was Al Pacino for Dick Tracy back in 1990, Paul Newman for Road to Perdition, 2002, and William Hurt, A History of Violence in 2005. Uh, the cast includes five uh, Oscar winners, Christian Bell, Heath Ledger, Sir Michael Caine, Gary Oldman, and Morgan Freeman, and two Oscar nominees, um, as well. This movie held the box office record for the largest opening weekend of all time. It made $158,411,483 in its first weekend of release. Another superhero sequence, Spider-Man 3, back in 2007, set the record for the previous summer. Uh, this movie held it until the release of Harry Potter and the uh, Deadly Hollows Part 2 back in 2011, which had an opening weekend of 169,189,427, which was beaten by the Avengers in 2012 with 200.3 million. This is the fourth Batman movie to break the opening weekend record following Batman back in 1989, Batman Returns, excuse me, 1992, and Batman Forever, 1995. According to their father, Heath Ledger's sister would dress him up as a nurse when they were kids. Christian Bale uh, trained to play Batman. Um, keys means from the heart, and martial arts style were developed by two stuntmen who worked on 
Batman Begins in 2005. Voted Movie of the Year by Empire Magazine in 2008. Although it was banned in China, this went on to become one of the most bootlegged films in the country in China. Uh, the Joker and Batman share numerous scenes. However, the Joker and Bruce Wayne never share a scene in this movie. Uh, this movie reached the 200 million mark in only five days, quickly achieving box office record. Then this jumped to 300 million on the 10th day, setting, guess what, yet another box office record. Uh, when it was released on July the 18th, 2008, this movie made 67.2 million in a day, the most. A lucrative opening of any movie because of its pent-up demand. Midnight showings all over the country were being sold out, resulting in $18.5 million in the late night showing alone. This movie held the record for the biggest one-day intake until Twilight Saga New Moon in 2009 was released. Uh, Bruce Wayne's cell phone number is 735-185-7301. There is no area code 735 in the United States, and the main part of the phone number uh, don't start with the number 1. So the 185 would not be um, good. Paul Burchard appeared in Tim Burton's Batman back in 1989, making him one of very few actors to have been in both Batman franchise. Uh, the only movie that year to be nominated for Best Picture at the Producers Guild of America Award, but not at the Academy Award. Uh, it is the highest rated Superman hero movie. Let's see here. As of 2017, it's the highest grossing movie to win an Oscar for acting. The only one of Nicholas Christopher Nolan's movies that was a linear story telling this is the plot does not take the viewer back and forth through different time periods to tell the story. Uh, previous Batman, Michael Kane, Michael Keaton, excuse me, was a big fan of the film, particularly Christopher Nolan's direction and the performance of Christian Bale and Heath Ledger. And as you know, uh, Michael Keaton played Batman in the Batman franchise. I'll give you a few more here. Has uh, Batman, excuse me, The Dark Knight, has the most Oscar nominations for a comic book or superhero, superhero movie, which with with eight. Um, when he was getting his makeup uh, applied, Heath Ledger would scrunch up his face to make it look more uneven and self-applied. Uh, let's see here. Christopher Nolan wrote some of the script while visiting Hong Kong. He wanted to make Batman somewhere that he'd never been before. Uh, Ledger is the only Joker not to be older than his Batman co-star, Christopher Bale, as Bale was five years older than Ledger. Uh, this is the first super hit to gross over $1 billion worldwide. I think we talked about that. I apologize if I've already mentioned that. This movie reached the $400 million mark after 18 days of release, less than half as long as it took Shrek 2 back in 2004 to reach the former record holder to reach it. Um, voted number 15 on Empire Magazine's 500 Greatest Movies of All Time. That was back in September of 2008. Uh, this is one of two Nicholas, Nicholas, Christopher Nolan's movies in which a character has a two-headed coin, the other uh, being in The Prestige 2006, in which Alfred uh, Borden was, has one and passes it off onto Sarah's nephew. It's included among the one... Thousand and one movies you must see before you die. William Defoe was considered for the role of the Joker. Defoe was one of uh, the actors considered for the Joker in The Batman back in 1989 as well. Many years were taken off the Joker in this movie, placing him in his late 20s. He is typically placed in his mid 40s, older than Batman. Uh, let's see here. 
Let's see. This is one of only two Batman movies to have uh, sonar enhancement added to the Batsuit. The other is uh, Batman Forever in 95. Let's see here. I, like I said, guys, there's just a ton of uh, material that I could be talking about. We could be doing, I mean, hours on just the trivia uh, when it's talking about um, just the... Um, the trivia uh, that's going into this. So let's see here. I'm going to probably just do a few more of these, and then I want to be able to get to uh, some other aspects of the film, actually be talking about it. So, yeah, I mean, I've got literally probably about 15 pages here of additional material that I could be using in, in this podcast. But for, for time, I mean... There's just a lot. There's just a lot. And, and that's a good thing to have. This was the highest grossing movie of 2008. Christian Bale and Heath Ledger appeared in I'm Not There back in 2007 um, as well. Let's see here what we've got. I mean, like I said, just a ton when Michael uh, White saw Heath Ledger's Joker during the meeting with his crew, he was seeing uh, Ledger for the first time. Oh, Dwight Yoakam turned down two different roles in this movie. One was the part of Detective, um, as well as a small part of the Gotham National Bank Manager featured at the very beginning. And if you don't know who Dwight Yoakam is, country singer, uh, he's been in some films before. Okay. Um, oh, Anthony Michael Hall and Ron Dean appeared in The Breakfast Club back in 1985. And both films, uh, films they share, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and in both films, The Dark Knight and Breakfast Club, neither one of them share any screen time, screen time together. At 6'1", Heath Ledger is the second tallest Joker after uh, Cesar Romero's at 6'3", and before Jack Nicholson, um, which came in at 5'9". Again, I thought you might find some of this a little interesting here. Just a couple more. Um, like I said, just a lot of information that we could have here. Uh Christopher Nolan initially wanted Batman's cape to form a compact backpack when riding in the Batpod uh, motorcycle due to safety concerns, as it uh, feared stunt performers would catch their capes in the rear tire of the fully functional back, uh, prod, bat prop, pod prop. Um, let's see here. When the Joker is disguised as a nurse in the hospital, uh, you can see that he wears a sticker from Harvey's campaign. Uh, when the police are attempting to, uh, uh, when the police are emptying Joker's pockets, a vegetable peeler is among his collections of knives uh, that are out there. So, like I said, just a ton of information that is out there when it comes to the Dark Knight. We could go on and on uh, for this when it comes to trivia. And I mean, I bet you I got another 15 pages of material here that I'm, I'm leaving out um, that we just can't get to. Uh, so this is directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about some writing credits. Uh, Jonathan Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan, and did screenplay. Christopher Nolan and David uh, Goyer did story. Bob Crane uh, or Kane, I should say, did characters. So what is the cast, or who's the cast in this? Um, we had Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne, Heath Ledger as a Joker, Aaron uh, Cohort as uh, Harvey Dent, Michael Kane as Alfred, uh, Gary um, Oldman as Gordon, Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox, Ron Dean as Weezer, uh, Michael Anthony Hall as Mike Ingle uh, that was in the film. Uh, the box office, so let's talk a little bit about the box office. So, like I said, it had a budget estimated of $185 million. Opening weekend, like I said, um, 
had 158,411,000, excuse me, 158,411,483. Gross in the U.S. alone was a little over half a billion, um, 535,234,033. Cumulatively, it was over a billion dollars, 1,005,456,700. And fifty-eight dollars. Uh, it has a runtime of uh, one hundred and fifty-two minutes. So let's talk a little bit about the storyline here. So what is the storyline? This is, like I said, set within a year after the events of uh, Batman Begins. So approximately about nine months. Uh, Batman Lieutenant James Gordon and the new District Attorney Harvey Dent successfully began to round up criminals that plague Gotham City until a mysterious uh, criminal mastermind known as the Joker appears in Gotham, creating a new way of chaos. Batman's struggles against the Joker becomes deeply personal, forcing him to confront everything he believes and improve his technology to stop him. A live triangle develops between Bruce Wayne, Dent, and Rachel Dawes. Um, actually, um, so, you know, we've talked a lot about, about um, regarding uh, the film through some of the trivia. Uh, you know, in this performance, obviously, you've got a, a stud of um, Academy Award winners uh, or nominations um, in there. So you have a pretty good um, lineup of actors and actresses that are making this film. Um, you know, obviously... I have to agree that, you know, Heath Ledger deserved the Academy Award for Best uh, Performing Actor uh, with the Joker. His, I mean, he was he was creepy. I like the fact that he didn't try to copy uh, um, Jack Nicholson um, with this film, that he made it his own. Uh, and obviously, you know, you saw where it was either Harvey Dent or the Joker. They were actually spending time developing their characters, trying to get into that mindset, into that role. And I think it showed uh, with this film. It wasn't just a bunch of individuals getting paid a lot of money to get out there and, and do a great job. But they really kind of got into the roles, really got into the characters. And usually when that happens, not always, but usually when that happens, Great things um, happen on the screen, and we were not disappointed at all when it came to uh, The Dark Knight. So, um, in terms of that, you know, you got Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine. Um, both are doing um, supporting roles in this film. They do um, um, a great job. Gary Oldman obviously won the Academy Award. I think it was for uh, Churchill. Uh, years later. So, I mean, again, just, just a lot of great um, talent in this film. Uh, special effects are awesome, but if you're also having $185 million, you're probably going to be able to afford to, to have some good uh, special effects um, uh, with this film. So, you know, um, Kristen Bell obviously is, is playing Bruce Wayne as the lead character in the film. Uh, he does a great job. Uh, like I said, he he is trying to um, combat the Joker, where he has to go to um, Morgan Freeman or uh, Lucius Fox to get some new, better tools or toys, if you will, to be able to uh, combat the Joker. And obviously that he does that um, at the end. So overall, I think it was a wonderful job. It was a great um, continuation of the series or the, um, um, yeah, the, the series, I should say, or, or trilogy, I guess is the word I was looking for in terms of that. And we'll be talking in the future uh, uh, about another Batman uh, movie as well that's uh, as part of this trilogy or series but overall I, I thought he does uh, Christopher Nolan does a wonderful job and just the way that he films it he he you know as we've talked in a lot of his films he is taking full responsibility and re placing a lot of the pressure on himself and it shows in this film in or his films in general 
and, and just does a wonderful job at that. So my hat's off to Christopher Nolan, uh, another fine film. Um, a couple of goofs, though, that we'll find in this film, I think, that you might find uh, interesting. Um, around the two-hour and ten-minute mark, um, during the final confirm, uh, confrontation, when Batman struggles to get off uh, the net, and the Joker tries to stab him with something, you hear the Joker voice say in all the old familiar places, but his lips never move. At the uh, four-minute mark, when the school bus smashes through the wall during the bank heist, the goons that are supposed to get killed fire flies backward before the bus even gets near him, even though there's a, some effect uh, to su- suggest that it, he was the one being hit. A um, couple more here. Um and around the 13-minute mark, when Alfred uh, first meets Bruce Wayne in the back cave, they are talking. Bruce says, this is exactly what I had in mind when I wanted to inspire people. The shot had already cut to another angle, and Bruce's lips aren't even moving. But you still hear him say, inspiring people. Again, just a little bit of goofs that uh, we, we found when watching this film. Um, let's see here. When Batman and Rachel land on the car after falling from the penthouse, Batman's lips do not move when he asks Rachel if she's all right. That was around the 53-minute mark. And we'll do one more here. Around the 11-minute mark in the early vault scenes, Lieutenant uh, Gordon's speaking voice is also altered by mistake when he follows Batman, as Gordon says. He'd have to hit all the banks simultaneously. SWAT teams back up. His voice is accidentally auto-scored as well. And then we find a couple character errors here in in this film. Bruce finds out during the daytime that the Joker will kill her, but waits until nighttime to tell her. And then Gordon tells his men not to inflict any uh, physical punishment on the Joker because he doesn't want them to give his mob lawyer any reason to question their methods. He subsequently knowingly leaves him alone in an interrogation room with Batman. This is not necessarily a mistake, since learning Dent never got home has changed the situation. So, hope you've uh, enjoyed um, not only some of the trivia, talking a little bit um, about the film, some box office who's in it, uh, and the overall film. Uh, itself, and also trying to point out some goofs and some mistakes. That's not to really criticize. I think it's just kind of fun to throw again um, some of the trivia uh, in, in this. Um, <clears throat> overall, like I said, the the film was great. You have a great cast. Um, you have Academy Award winners in there, so it, you know it, it should be good. They spent a lot of money on. Uh, the budget, uh, it grossed a lot of money, so I think uh, that's something that the fans were anticipating. Um, in terms of this, personally, I like some of the older characters that were in um, older uh, versions of Batman. Not that I don't like who's in this one, but this has to be my favorite trilogy when it comes to the Batman uh, trilogy uh, series. I think Christopher Nolan does a wonderful job at really... Um, making this his own and not um, kind of going with some of the stereotypes that we think and we see with Batman, but really kind of going on his own and not afraid to put his own mark and uh, thoughts on this film. And I think he does a wonderful job of doing that uh, in this series um, of films. So uh, excellent job um, in terms of that. Um, You know, um, Heath Ledger, um, obviously, is, does a great job um, with the makeup, and uh, it's really cool to, to think that he got into character along with um, um, uh, Dent, really got into character as um, Dent being Two-Faced and really trying to bring out the best in the film. I, I think that's really awesome, and it shows in this film. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being terrible, 10 being outstanding um, uh, and great. I'm going to give this film an 8, just because I really thought that it did well um, It um, in all aspects of it. And obviously it did well with, uh, with our um, fans at the movies, as you voted with your feet by going in and making sure that this um, 
film did over a billion dollars um, in the Batman uh, comic uh, trilogy um, in terms of that. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of The Complete Works. You can find more of the work on film-com. Just search for my name, Doug Hess, or The Complete Works.